Hey, you're listening to Pull the Plug. Sometimes we do say some naughty words on air like poo-poo, pee-pee, caca, elbows. While that escalated quickly, listener discretion is advised. Hey there, you're listening to Pull the Plug podcast with myself, Shannon Bryan. Myself, Justin G. And myself, Justin Bryan. Hey! Hey, everybody. How's, How's it going? going? Oh, it's wonderful tonight. Yes. Good. I'm doing a, I'm, I'm feeling a lot better than last week. I'm feeling much um, worse than last week. Yeah, but I'm feeling better. So, so that's what matters. <laughs> I feel better about the show that you're feeling better. Yeah, that's true. You that's were feeling crappy last week? I was, yes. A little cold thing going on, but I think everybody's having that right now. Ah, uh, yep. Everybody is ill or dying or passing out or something. <laughs> Shannon, you've had, like, something that just won't go away. Uh, AIDS. AIDS. Yes. <laughs> it's, the, it's the side effect of AIDS. Yes, coughing, I hear, is the main side effect of yeah, AIDS. And it just it won't dying. go away. I don't. I don't know if there's a cure yet. Not yet. Not yet. But we'll get there. We're working on it. Uh, tonight's show is going to be just all kinds of awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting off, we have Michael Angry Hawkins. Oh, it's time. I missed him last week. Missed him last week. Yes. Uh, but he's back with another edition of We're Really Angry. Good. Pissed off as always. Yep. Um, remember that story a few weeks ago? We talked about it briefly about that huge maple syrup theft in Quebec. Travesty. Right. Um, yes. <laughs> Twenty million dollars worth of maple syrup went missing. They found it. Really? Oh, thank yeah. Christ. Uh, so Quebec's economy can survive, uh, so we're going to talk about that. Uh, Kesha is claiming she had sex with a ghost. I, I heard about that. I fucking hate this bitch. I, oh my <laughs> god. Uh, Rolling Stone magazine put out a list of the top ten albums of the 2000s. Okay. Cool. Pretty neat. Uh, we're going to talk about Love Jewel, which is Japan's first bar Devoted, devoted to female masturbation. Yes. I love it already. I'm in. Oh, I love it's, it. It's, I'm in deep. It's delightful. I love the Japanese culture. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> great. We should, we should broadcast from there. Yeah. Hi, Japan. <laughs> um, a man has sex with his couch. Yep. I, you got that? Yeah. And, That's uh, gross. A Hong Kong tycoon is offering a fortune to anyone who will marry his daughter. Turns out to be his lesbian daughter, though. Ooh. Which could complicate things a little yeah, bit. A little bit. Um, so we're gonna have that. We got your music news. We got your movie update as well. All of that coming up for you tonight on Pull the Plug Podcast. If you want to get involved with us tonight or any night, head to our website www.ptppodcast.com for our links to Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and all Red that Tube. Jazz. All of them. Yeah, Red, Red Tube. tube yeah. <laughs> um, photos of us that will help when you're on Red Tube. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna get into music here though with some quite articulate. Follow them on Twitter at Quite Articulate. Here's been a while. You're listening to Pull the Plug Podcast. Been a while since I felt inspired. Guess I'm just tired of giving chances I fall victim to advances But they don't impress me I'm dying cause I'm trying So damn hard to see the good in the world Please someone lead me forward I've said it too many times So many wasted hours Time 
there is no way that you can rewind So decide what makes you happy I've said it too many times So many wasted hours Maybe I'm just being blind Or a coward Too many cliche songs That I can't add to disappointment Keep you six feet under Oh Six feet under Oh 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 Seven, it's a drug dealer's heaven. heaven. Soon as we run out, get that shit delivered. Shit delivered Soon again. as we run out, man, you can't catch me. I've been running every day of my life. You know I'm running with that stash in my stash head. Stash in my head. The condo to Japan. Oh, I've been everywhere that God made land. I've been running every day of my life. Oh, yes, I've been running every day of my life. I got a knife where my head lays To keep me sharp on my dull days I got a knife where my head lays To keep me sharp And 
to keep you six, six feet under. Oh, six feet your money there from trouble and daughter uh find them online trouble and daughter.com and they're they're touring with like walk up the earth and stuff now yeah we had them in our studio uh How yeah incredible is that? we are almost famous wow we're kind of like best buds and we're stuff, like so. really good friends with famous people that's that's awesome i, I, I feel really special <laughs> we're much cooler than i thought we were yeah that's true yeah it's all a lie yeah it's all a lie uh, so you remember a few weeks ago, there was a story that came out of Montreal where they had a whole bunch of uh, maple syrup that was stolen. I do, People yes. were terrified that it was going to ruin <laughs> Quebec's economy. They were actually legitimately scared that they had nothing else to offer but maple syrup. Yes. Yeah. Well, the well, RCMP and uh, the special forces in Quebec obtained a search warrant uh, last week, and they raided a facility in New Brunswick. And they found it. New Brunswick. Of New all Brunswick places. of all places. Uh, contents, there it's 16,000. 45-gallon barrels what? of maple wow. syrup uh, was siphoned off and then stolen from a uh, central distribution center way back in uh, late August. That's a lot of syrup. That's a lot of syrup. And that amount of syrup, as you can probably tell, if it's a main export of a certain region, can yeah. really hurt an economy. Oh, yeah, oh fuck Quebec so they're, they're pretty stoked that they found it. Um, they, they're not going into a lot of details, but they did confirm that a search warrant had been executed. And that an important amount of product was found in a maple syrup processing and exporting facility in Kedgwick, New Brunswick. Kedgwick. Kedgwick, of, of all, all places. Oh. Maybe they just want to get on the map. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're going to send all of our criminals to Kedgwick so that it's important. <laughs> well, it's about time Kedgwick starts getting the recognition it deserves, I think. Oh, I'd say so, yeah. Um, the interesting thing is that they've actually had that maple syrup insured. What? You can because, do that? I guess. Again, okay, this sounds fishy. It sounds really fishy. Well, that's why it's in Kedgwick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no arrests have been made at this point, but uh, if anything pops up, we're, uh, we're going to let you know. It's important. <laughs> it's important to the Canadian economy. Uh, I'm, I'm happy that Quebec is officially out of a sticky situation. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Just that was you. awful, yeah. So much. That was really gross. <laughs> Mm. Mike Hawkins is here. Yeah. He's out here. Hey. Yeah. Hey. There he is. Um, so he had planned to do uh, We're Really Angry, but on the way here, he, uh, let's just put it, he, he beat to, we think, to death a homeless guy with your We're Really Angry papers, right? Right. And he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> we may or may not confirm that he is dead. Yes. No, so, he's dead. So, um, let me just say there will be no We're Really Angry this week, but Mike Hawk is still here. He's still going to hang out. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, just hang out for moral support and whatnot. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Um, and just for you, Mike, we're going to throw out some uh, Megan Colley, because we know how much you oh, love yeah. her. She's my favorite out of all the bands. She's <laughs> <laughs> one person. Find yeah. her Megan yeah. Colley music on Facebook. Here's her cover of Train Song. You're listening to Pull the Plug. Don't even know 
Dickens, follow them on Twitter at the Dickens Band One. You're listening to Pull the Plug podcast. Love those guys. Oh yeah, good deal. They're, they're getting really big now too. Yeah. Well, they they probably because uh, of us. Yes, they've done some new photography. Yes, I've got some seen new that. band shots, and they said there's new music on the way. So very very excited. Plus, there's some really good hair in that band oh, too. Oh my god, Alex Dickens' hair is unreal. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We don't give enough credit to um, other. Bands that have come into the studio with good hair, other it's than true. quite articulate. Quite articulate and does have great Justin hair. Justin Briner. Yeah, I, I do have nice hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time I get the recognition I deserve. You here. should seriously consider growing out a mustache. I've been thinking about it. Yeah, like truly thinking about yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so. on board with that decision. Okay, well maybe that's what I'm going to do. Well, exactly. Yeah. There it is. Right, that's going to be trouble for everyone. I'm excited for Movember. <laughs> this is gonna be, like, it's just going to be too much sexy to, to are, handle. Are you going to do the mustache thing? Just the mustache? Yes. See, I don't... Well, I want to, but my problem is, is that... Like, okay, I don't really know the rules. Like, because right now I've kind of got, like, this really shitty goatee. Right, yeah. And... Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it is. Thanks. So, now, the way this works is I have to shave this all off and right. have it grow, right? I can't just shave and leave the mustache, right? Like, it's got to yes, be new. No, I think you can j- shave everything and just have the mustache. Yeah. Because that seems like a cop-out to it, me. It does. Yo, do handlebars. Do handle- but I got, like, I've got, like, shitty handlebars. Like, there's a gap. Yeah, but that makes it greasier. People like that. That's true, thing. though. It's... It- it's noticeable. Yeah, yeah. and wear like a redneck shirt. Like it's got to be like every shirt he straight owns out. is a redneck. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to know how the idea of of growing a mustache or facial hair helps 
people's prostates, though. I don't understand that connection. You have to donate, don't you? Yeah, you get teams together. I mean, uh, men enjoy competition. They enjoy the sense of camaraderie. When you can get people in your your workplace together (laughs) and do a fundraising thing as a team, but at the same time compete against each other, it really brings out, like, your your caveman-like instincts. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Who's got the bigger dick and the bigger mustache? I've got a bigger dick. (laughs) (laughs) That's really what it comes down to. All right, well... Maybe we should put together a uh, pull the plug uh, Movember team. Yes, I what agree. Are you gonna grow? Oh, uh, let's not talk about that. That's no. Nope, my mustache is being grown out as well as uh, oh god, my lower mustache. Oh, <laughs> oh god, oh, oh. anal beard. <laughs> That's so gross. Oh. <laughs> we might have to start that though. We might have to ha- have like a pull the plug uh, Movember crew. I'm into that. Yeah. I, I think I would do donations and, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, maybe we can get people to to donate. Wow. From around the world. Yeah. yeah. Kind of neat. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, let's talk about somebody who's completely fucked up. Uh, who? Yes. K dollar sign ha, also known as Kesha. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's she's kind of, her recent, her most recent kind of story or claim is kind of causing a lot of people to have a lot of skepticism towards her. Okay. Her latest claim is that she had sex with a male ghost. Of course she and did. that it was. The, I like that she specifies. Yeah, that it was a male. It's a male. Because because you know why? Because that kind of clarifies that mm-hmm. she has had sex with females. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, she yeah. has to clarify the male yep. part. And she helped, or she says that that helped give birth to her new song, which is called Supernatural. And she revealed this to Ryan Seacrest because <laughs> that's what you know famous people do is they talk to Ryan Seacrest oh, on the radio. Um, and she's quoted as saying, "It's about experiences with the supernatural, but in a sexy way." Natural. Supernatural, I'm sorry, supernatural, but in a sexy way. I had a couple of experiences with the supernatural. I don't know his name. He was a ghost. I'm very open to it. What a slut. What a rude bitch. So there's there have been a lot of reports of people actually having sex with ghosts, if you can believe that, according to like you know, uh, America's most haunted, you know, online radio shows and stuff like that. You'd be into it. You'd have sex with a ghost. Why not? You'd, you'd take one Just for the... for the experience. Especially around Halloween when you're really into, like, the spooky <laughs> spirit. But how does it work? Like... Yeah. it's just air, right? It's just yeah. air. Like, you, like, do you feel anything? Uh-huh. But... Uh, reports is that like if you walk through a ghost you'll get the tingling sensation. Yeah. Maybe you get mm-hmm. the tingling sensation yeah, in like all the right parts. Like can do it Orgasm. Maybe. Because they only tingle, right? They only uh, tingle. I guess. <laughs> I did know a girl in high school and this is a true story. One of the weirdest people in my whole high school, and um, I'm excited for this. she 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 didn't talk to anybody like ever. Like she was just very weird and like um, she was a ghost. Yeah, <laughs> she, she, she may have been a ghost herself. <laughs> Might as well as she um, was a ghost. I don't know. She'd always dress in like all black and like eye like just like dripping eyeliner and all this I love kind of, it. all this kind of hot stuff, hot. right? And um, I don't know. One day she was I don't know. Just like she like lost it in the middle of the hallway or something. Just and I remember like I was just sitting there and she's like. Oh my God! <laughs> just freaking out, right? And we're all like, like what the hell? So, <laughs> so me being the asshole that I am, I, I walked up to her and I, I was like, you know, like, uh, what are you the hell's your what problem? Right? And uh, she's like, I'm just having a really rough day. And I said, I was like, okay, like, why? She's like, you won't, you, uh, you won't believe this. And I was like, okay. She's like, I got raped by a ghost last night. <laughs> this is a hundred percent true story. I'm not bullshitting you at all. <laughs> I got raped by a ghost last night in the whole whole hallway, dead silent. You could hear a pin drop. 
Oh, swear to God. God. And uh, did they I, ever find out if it was true? Oh fuck, I don't know. She did. She barely. <laughs> she barely talked to anyone as it is. And nine months later, she gave birth <laughs> to a ghost baby. What do they do? Like Casper. <laughs> they can't do a swab to get. The DNA. <laughs> I can't swab it. Like, this man like, is dead already. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> so, oh, like, is that sort of the end of Kesha's tale? Is just like, oh, hey, I had sex with a ghost and I wrote a song about it at the end. Basically, I mean, the story goes on. I mean, there are, again, like I was saying, there are reports of other people kind of experiencing it. And it is known as a kind of condition for people to, to be part yeah. of or realize or something like that. But that's basically Kesha's aspect of the story is her just saying hey this was the inspiration for my song um it's basically a hey look at me really it's all it yeah. is, which is what kesha is all you about suck, kesha. um yeah. i i fucking hate her i'm so <laughs> sick of her <laughs> she looks just really really cheap like, yeah just i'm pretty sure if it if the story is true the ghost left with sparkles all over oh her. yeah <laughs> so that's sexy ghost herpes nice little casper trail behind her yeah sure. we're gonna get back into the music here um <laughs> this is do you believe and I it do. fits well oh that does work do you really believe well. that kesha is a fucking weirdo because i do yes. yeah here's do you believe little city follow them at little city music you listen to pull the plug In hind shadows, muds in the stream. Gets in his tiptoes, gets in his hair. He never noticed the bugs everywhere. Here they're skinning him from skin to bone. Not epidermis, one from being alone. He's sinking in and soaking wet. The body of a life I want to forget. Do you believe? Something in between. Do you believe? Do you believe? Do you believe? There's something in between. Do you believe that Billy lost his dream? And Abercrombie in life at 16. He's all alone. He's all alone. Except for the void at the other end of the phone. Do you Something in between. 
as you're just hanging there, pay attention. Now it's time for your pull-the-plug movie update. This is one doodle that can't be undid, Holmes Gillett. Top ten at the box office. Number ten, Won't Back Down. That flop of a weekend, bringing in $2.6 million. What is um, that? It has Maggie Gyllenhaal, but that's about the only... It's about two teachers who try to save a school. Yeah. And they do a lot of crying in it. That sounds fun. Yeah. Number nine, uh, new one, <laughs> The Master. It... Looks amazing. Yeah, it looks really it's good. It's gotten really good reviews. Uh, not such good money, though. No. Nope. Not it's a limited well. release, I think, right now. So. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. It's brought in uh, $10 million in its third week. Uh, number eight, Resident Evil Retribution. Number seven, Finding Nemo in 3D. Number six, Pitch Perfect. Um, that one looks hilarious, and I've heard really good things about it. Okay. Um, maybe not for everybody, but it's kind of a goofy comedy um, sort of take on glee in college almost okay um, but yeah it's fucked <laughs> number five house at the end of the street number four trouble with the curve um number three end of watch number two looper which is getting rave reviews mm-hmm. and number one this week for some goddamn reason hotel transylvania i guess maybe it's the time of the year it's the time of the year and, and it's, it's an animated movie with adam sandler and it's geared towards kids like okay you make an animated kids movie yep. that's like kind of niche like you you're set you're gonna make money so. and i feel like adam sandler has a horseshoe up his ass like he can make the shittiest movie and still people are still gonna you know what though from what i've heard this movie like again for kids is actually quite good i've heard it's quite good i so. hope it is because i love halloween movies in october and if i don't know i'd like to see you're it. gonna riot if it's not good <laughs> <laughs> you probably will fucking adam sandler bullshit no but do you know what around like in october i'll even put up with shitty halloween movies so. okay yeah opening up in theaters for you this weekend uh taken two Ooh. you're gonna be taken again as well uh, <laughs> as well <laughs> uh frank and weenie new uh animated tim burton film um, that's my style of halloween kitty movies going like into weenies? i like yeah. weenies yeah. going Especially into a uh, going into a wider release uh pitch perfect i do number like wide six, releases number six on that list and it was a limited release so it's gonna uh, go a little bit further uh the paper boy hey, wuthering paper. heights and vhs mm. coming soon to theaters october 12th uh, Argo, Sinister, Here Comes the Boom, <laughs> and uh, The Seven Psychopaths, October 19th, uh, Alex Cross, uh, Paranormal Activity 4. Now, do you guys think they should just stop these movies? No, because they make gangbusters every year, and they're always entertaining. Sorry, do you, okay. That yeah, they're not necessarily always great. They make a ton of money, and around Halloween, they scare the shit out of you. It's kind of like the Saw phenomenon kind of thing. I think once you get to, like, Paranormal Activity 7 is probably when they're going to have to stop. But okay. right now, they're still going strong. They have no reason to stop at this point. Yeah. All right, fair enough. And uh, the sessions as well. So I, I wrote down a little note there. It's This this movie is messed up. This okay. is a, about a man in an iron lung who wishes to lose his virginity. Um, so he contacts a professional sex surrogate with the help of his therapist and his priest. What? So just a whole bunch of fucked up in that film. Uh, new on DVD for you this week, Grassroots, uh, Dark Shadows, Iron Sky. Mm. Iron Sky is about a uh, about a bunch of Nazis from the moon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm pretty excited about that. Millie was pumped for that movie. Yeah, I bet she was. <laughs> uh, People Like Us and Sounds of My Voice. Uh, coming soon to DVD, uh, Prometheus. Oh, that's already out, eh? Yeah. Crazy. It's crazy how DVDs are so quick, like, that everything, movies are just so quick to come to DVD well, now. It they feels really like The are. Avengers was just in theaters, and it's already out on DVD. It is? Yeah. yeah. Wow, this is unreal. My life is blown. <laughs> 
Uh, a cat, <laughs> uh, a cat in Paris. That no, sounds awesome. That sounds really, really <laughs> thrilling. That sounds terrible. I'm probably gonna check that one out. Um, the Raven, Rock of Ages, uh, and Shut Up and Play the Hits. And uh, our very own Mike Hawkins with Celebrity Birthdays. Yeah! That's right, folks. <laughs> uh, Shannon Sosamon is 34. Do you know who she is? I have no fucking She's an actress. Um, you might know her from, as the chick from A Knight's Tale. Nope. Or 40 no. Days and 40 Nights. Oh, I know that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good movie. <laughs> Sean William Scott is 36. Stifler. Yeah. Nev Campbell, 39. Hottie. Gwen Stefani of No Doubt, 43. Super hottie. It looks really good for 43. Yeah, I'd put a dinner. Oh, totally. Absolutely. I have. You, no. you would put a dinner? <laughs> yeah, I'd take her out to dinner. That's oh, what I said. For God's sakes. Sick fuck. <laughs> Sorry, go, Owen, go on. Clive Owen, 48. Oh. Tommy Lee of Motley Crue, 50. Do- doesn't look a day over 85, does <laughs> it? <laughs> nope. <laughs> and Lindsay Buckingham of Fleetwood Mac is 63. She wow. looks every bit of 63. Yeah. No, is absolutely. that a girl? <laughs> I think Lindsay is a girl. I is actually it? have no idea. I don't know. I think, I think it's a guy. Yeah. I'm unsure. I meant he. <laughs> hey, at 63, half the time you can't tell anyway, so. And that's it, folks. <laughs> that's it for uh, for your movie update. We're going to have music news coming up for you here in just a little bit. If you want to stay tuned with anything Pull the plug related, which I'm sure you do if you're listening yeah, to this podcast. For uh, some reason. Go to our website, ptppodcast.com. Links to our Facebook, to our Twitter, to our YouTube. And uh, right through there, uh, you can subscribe to our uh, to our podcast. So as soon as a new episode is up, pew, downloads for you. Just that Pretty easy. fancy ass shit. This Woo! next song is going to be a cover from uh, our very favorite, Paul Federici. Um, find out information on his upcoming fundraiser because it is going to be... A blast. It's going to be a shit show in the best way possible. <laughs> Go to paulfederici.ca for all fundraiser information. And he and his buddy Mike from uh, uh, from Michigan. Mike Vile, yeah. Mike Vile from Michigan. Uh, they're going to be coming onto the podcast in the next coming weeks, which is really exciting, right before the fundraiser. I like it. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, so this one here, Paul Federici, Fragile Bird. You're listening to Pull the Plug Podcast. <laughs>
my good intentions and found out there were no. I blame my father for wasted years. We hardly talked. I never thought I would forget this hate. Then a phone call made me realize I'm wrong. Oh. Don't make it know that I loved you all along Just like sunny days that we ignored Because we're all dumb and jaded And I hope to God I figure out Around my room, not thinking, just sinking in this box. I blame myself for being too much like somebody else. I never thought I would just bend this way. Then a phone call made me realize you all along just like sunny days now we ignore because we're all dumb and jaded and I hope to God I figure out what's wrong and I hope to God I of covers that was another cover there by our very own justin briner hey covering 4am wow our lady peace you should cover wait cover you should find this cool guy 
on Twitter at jbryan3. Yes, because I am cool. Um, yeah. You are cool. Mostly. <laughs> and Mostly. also check him out on SoundCloud. Yeah, do that. Uh, it's just soundcloud.com slash justinbriner, correct? Yes. And uh, I believe my YouTube's just Justin Briner as well. Freaking awesome, And you man. have uh, Justin Briner music on Facebook, too, eh? Just, just search Justin Briner on Google. I'm sure so- you either get porn... Uh, or my music, <laughs> so either one should suffice. Yeah. Play music while you're watching uh, his porn. Absolutely. Yes. Fucking beautiful. Great. Works uh, well for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rollingstone.com put out a list of the 100 best albums of the 2000s. Ooh, We're okay. not going to go through the top 100 because that's just insane. What? You can read that, though, at Rollingstone.com. We're going to go over the top 10 here really quickly. Okay. Get a little quick feedback from, from you guys. Yeah, I'm always interested in the Rolling Stone list because they don't always get the best feedback from their reviewers. Oh, no. Um, so I'm I mean, just, readers. I'm, readers, yeah, I guess. Readers, same thing. Same thing. They, yeah, they view it. They view it they're on They're viewing the material. <laughs> That's a good point. All right. So I, I agree. I agree. Sometimes they're, they're kind of hit and miss a lot of times. Yeah. yeah, so let's see how they do for us. Uh, number 10, Kanye West, The College Dropout. Was his debut album, kind of threw him into the, st- uh, you know, the limelight. I don't really give two shits about Kanye West, um, personal opinion. I'm right there with you, but... That's their kind of argument. But yeah, throwing Kanye West into the spotlight, and he has sold millions of dollars worth of albums? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I believe he's, yeah, he, I mean, he's successful, right? But fuck that album for me. <laughs> fuck that album. <laughs> uh, number nine, uh, Kala from M.I.A. I hate this album so much. You gotta, you gotta agree, though, oh. that, that that song, uh, Paper, Planes? Paper Planes, yes. is catchy as that, fuck. That is the only song on the album that I can listen to, though. Like, the album is just, like, it's, like, too much for me. Is it just, I, like, noise? I loved it. Listen to the album. It's just too much for me. I, I loved the song Paper Planes because yeah. they played it in Pineapple Express, and that movie makes anything enjoyable. It's a good point. Yeah, like, I, I find that song is the only one, like, listenable, though. Like, the rest are just, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Like, it, that one has structure, the re- well, kind of, but uh, the other one's just nothing. It's just random everywhere. Try it. I don't know. Listen right. to it. Uh, number eight on the list, Bob Dylan's Modern Times. Number eight. I love Bob Dylan. Yeah. I like, I, I like, I'm on board. I would not expect that to be in the top eight of no. 2000s, though. It's, it seems yeah. like they're not necessarily talk, oh, right. talking about the, the best albums. It's almost starting to look like the most influential, influential or important okay. or memorable. Yeah, fair. Not necessarily best. Because number seven is the Marshall Mathers LP yeah. from Eminem. That was a big album. Which is a then. huge album. I don't know if it's a, you know, the best, one of the best ones, certainly not number seven. Mm-hmm. But it kind of propelled Eminem to the status that, you know, we kind of know him as now. Yeah, so I agree. Interesting. Number six, I got to agree with this one, Arcade Fire, Funeral. Yep. Yep, I'll agree to Fantastic that. Fantastic album. They, like, actually put, like, Canadian alternative music on the map on a global, mm-hmm. like, pers- global scale, yeah. Yeah. It's it, awesome. Fair yeah. enough, I agree. Uh, Elephant from the White Stripes yeah. comes in Definitely. at number five. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. I actually think that that was an underrated album, yep. critically. Critically, I'd say so, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number four, I'm not a big Jay-Z fan, but I gotta agree with this one, Jay-Z, The Blueprint. Yeah. Huge album, mm-hmm. uh, especially in that circle. Uh, number three, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot from Wilco. Now, Wilco's a band I've always been told I need to listen to, but I've never listened to them. Same. I, yeah, yeah. Um, I can see them being, even in the top ten, I don't know about number three, though. Yeah, okay. number three, I think, is kind of pushing it. Number two, The Strokes. Is this it? Really, eh? I, I like The Strokes myself. I like to stroke myself. Um, but... 
Thanks for that. I don't know about number two for me. Number two. Number one, and this probably isn't going to surprise you considering it's coming from Rolling Stone. They seem to have a love affair with these guys. Um, Kid A from Radiohead is number one. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. But the number one best album of the 2000s? Mm, that's I don't I, know. That's a big stretch for me. It's true. That, uh, I mean, it's a great Rolling album. Rolling Stone magazine really loves Radiohead. They've got a really big heart on for yeah. Rolling Stone. Not so, that there's or, uh, anything Radiohead. wrong or average about Radiohead. It's just no. they they really have a heart on for them. Yeah, for sure. So, no. Go do, ahead. Do you guys have uh, an album that you're maybe not is the top one because I know it's kind of hard to think of one mm-hmm. on the spot. But I got one. Do you have an album that you could probably put, let's say, even just in the top ten? For my, I guess American Idiot was, I was kind I of was a big album. I was just going to say that. Yeah. American Idiot from Green Day, I think, is huge because they were kind of going out of relevancy. Yeah, yep. they were. And not only was it a great album, but it brought them back into kind of the, the forefront. Absolutely. That was mind, huge so. for them. Yeah. yeah. And, like, almost every track became a hit. Pretty well. Yeah. yeah. That, that album for sure. They really blew up with that one. Um, at, least, at least for me, uh, it's going to be have to take off your pants and jacket for me. For you, like, yeah. too. Like, just personally. Yeah. Because, uh, I don't know, I was, like, a, you know, 11 or something at that time. So it was just, like, I don't know. It's just one of those memorable, like, kind of albums for me, right? Yeah. Kind yeah. Of, I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to go with, like, like feeling this, or not feeling this, uh, just the self-title. Right, that was, or something like that, that was a big one, too. A, again, I'm not saying it's one of the best, of, I'm not even saying it's in the top 100 no, best. No, no. But for me, it's one of probably the most influential yeah, for, for me, that's just per- yeah. Per- Did per- Aqua's per- Aquarium come out in the 2000s or was um, that late 90s? Good I question. Think late 90s. I've been listening to a lot of Aqua today. <laughs> no, I'm not no. gonna lie to you. Yeah, no, I, I loved Aqua. I had them on cassette tape, which yeah. maybe does put them before the 2000s. Yeah, probably. Um, but no, I feel like I, I got that cassette tape like. Yeah, I don't know. On um, like, like 12th, 13th birthday. So. <laughs> I feel like that should put it into the 2000s. Wow, we're fucking old now. We, yeah, are, we are officially older than three quarters of the listening yeah. audience right yeah. now. Great. But um, yeah, head on over to uh, Rolling Stone and check out that list because uh, the, the descriptions really do explain a lot more as yeah, to why true. the album is there. And it's a really good read. Yeah. So check that out. Um, it was also an excellent lead in because coming up next, we're going to have some music news. Ooh. Yeah. Clever. So check that out coming up. But uh, uh, coming up, we're going to have some lumber junk. But first, so far, Among Millions are listening to Pull the Plug. Yeah. 
he rides his and the snow's gone. But until the time comes, we can hold each other, talk about it, and make plans. Crazy people go drifting 
is right at hand. One more nightmare you can't stand. See the mist, he's fright. Just still up there to get all his mind. He got caught in the spotlight. When it gets to the end, let's start off. Ready to get your mind blown. And now it's time for your pull the plug music news. Slap at the bass, man. I slap at the piazza. New releases for you this week in music. Uh, probably my, my go to one is The Second Law from Muse. Yeah, I agree. I'm pretty excited for that. Uh, Papa Roach, The Connection. We Are the Union with You Can't Hide the Sun. Matt and Kim with Lightning. Three Days Grace uh, with Transit of Venus. And Diana Krall, who's looking pretty sexy on the album cover, uh, with Glad Ragdoll. And I have to give a special shout-out to uh, Tragically Hip's new album just came out. That's right. Uh, that should be on Plan the list a. as well. And uh, awesome. I think it's awesome. I watched a live stream last night of, uh, I guess, they, they performed it in, like, this small venue in uh, Kensington Market in Toronto. That's awesome. And it was just fantastic. So much energy. It was just great. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Uh, top five albums on iTunes this week. Number five, um, album title goes here by Ted Mouse. Uh, I hate those guys. Uh, number four, Transit of Venus by Three Days Grace. Number three, The Second Law by Muse. Uh, number two, Now for Plan A by The Tragically Hip. And number one, rightfully so, Babel by Mumford and Sons. I haven't had a chance to listen yeah. to this yet, but I've wow. heard really good things. Awesome. Yeah? yeah. Awesome. Right on. You a fan of the banjo? Yes. I, I do like to pick the banjo. <laughs> Some music headlines here for you. Under Oath have decided to call it quits. Uh, they're going to be releasing yeah. Anthology 1999-2013 on November 6th, which is going to be featuring two new tracks. Uh, their farewell tour will commence in 2013. Wow. That's kind of time. I mean, they've, they've been around for a long time they and have they haven't around. really done much. Uh, and they, yeah, and they've lost a bunch of member, like key members, and that yeah. kind of stuff over the way. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, yeah, I, could, I mean, I could see it happening. They had a good run. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is really cool. As part of their revamping and grand reopening, Jack White's Third Man Records, which is based out of Nashville, uh, several live shows have been scheduled at the in-house venue later this month. Uh, the Shins are going to be performing on October sixth. While The Kills will be performing on October 10th, um, what's really cool about this is that both shows will be recorded for live albums to be released on Third Man Records. Wow. That's very exciting. I just came in my pants. I'm really, really excited for that. Yeah. And if I ever take a trip to Nashville, yeah. I need to go check out Third Man Records. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Black Keys drummer Patrick Kearney revealed yesterday that they have a new LP planned for 2013 and that it will be uh, probably produced by Danger Mouse, who produced their last, I think, three albums. Wow. Awesome. They've been around for 10 years and yep. have made eight albums. Yep. And they're just starting to get recognition. And they're all good, which is fantastic. Absolutely. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins, I'm sure you're excited oh, about this. so uh, excited. Have announced a massive remastered reissue uh, for the iconic 1995 double album Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. Uh, the reissue will be available on four LP vinyls, two CDs digitally, or as a deluxe five-disc five CD-DVD box set. Uh, that's expanded to an insane 106 tracks. I'm getting that the first day, there's no question. <laughs> on vinyl. Uh, it's out on December 4th in North America, just oh. in time for Christmas. Yeah. 
Um, and finally, Foo Fighters frontman Dave Grohl has released a statement concerning rumors that the band were splitting up on Saturday, this past uh, September 30th, during the band set at the Global Citizen Festival in Central Park. Grohl told the crowd, this is it, man. We don't have any shows after this. However, yesterday, a spokesperson for the band told MTV that the Foo Fighters are definitely not breaking up. And he, uh, Grohl has now pitched in with comments of his own, which is basically securing kind of mm-hmm. the future of the band, saying... You know, there were times when I didn't think the band was going to survive. There were times when I wanted to give up, but I can't give up on this band. You know, we're taking a yeah. break. Well, um, yeah, rightfully so. They've been touring for two years doing two this years. album. Yeah, and last time they said they were going to go on a hiatus. Yeah. You know, 13 months later, a new album's out. Right, exactly. Uh, so they deserve a break. Absolutely. Uh, they don't know when they're going to be back, but they're not breaking up. So everybody just chill That's the fuck out. People, yeah, people just take things so out of context sometimes. It's awful. Yeah. In concert listings, tomorrow night, October 4th, Jack White is at the Sony Center in Toronto. October 10th, Fright and Rabbit is at the Mod Club. Woo! October 12th, Justin Brenner, Quite Articulate, Sarah Bernardo, all playing Maxwell's Music House in Kitchener. Yeah. That's a uh, that's a venue change. Yes. Oh, the technically, Lakes, right? is Maxwell's Waterloo? Uh, it is Waterloo. Okay, yes. Waterloo. Waterloo. I apologize. October <laughs> 13th, the Paul Federici fundraiser at Thorold Legion in Thorold, yeah. Ontario. <laughs> October 14th, Ben Gibbard is at Danforth Music Hall. On October 15th, Alanis Morissette is at the Sound Academy. Still going to that? Um, no, because it was it was either uh, the Pumpkins or Alanis Morissette, uh, and I had to go with one. my Pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> October 18th, Joel Plaskin Emergency plays Starlight Lounge, yes. Waterloo. October Sweet. 24th, Hey Ocean is at Starlight. October 25th, Smashing Pumpkins play the ACC. Also on the 25th, The Misfits at the Opera House. November 1st, Death from Above 1979, play The Wax here in Kitchener. November 5th, Group Love is at the Phoenix. November 24th, Metric with Stars is at the ACC. And December 26th, 27th, 28th, Alexis on... Oh, and 29th, Alexis on Fire is at the Sound Academy. And December 30th, they're at Cops Coliseum Hamilton. Wow. Booyah shaka. (laughs) That's your music news for you. Uh, If you're uh, a band, you want to get your uh, music played on our show, we're always looking for for new acoustic talent. Uh, Just go to our website... Uh, go to ptppodcast.com, and there's links to our Facebook, Twitter. You get into contact with us uh, through there. And uh, through there, you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Do it! And yeah. subscribe to the podcast itself. New episodes available, <laughs> downloads right right away for you. Love Absolutely. it. It's freaking awesome. Uh, follow these guys at Dress Rehearsal with three S's on Twitter. Here's their song, Morning, on Pull the Plug Podcast.
Mississippi Delta We're shining like a national top I am following the river Down a highway through the cradle Of the Civil War Now I'm going to Graceland Chris Nichols' cover of Graceland. You're listening to Pull the Plug Podcast. Let's talk about a bar I need to go. Actually, I don't really need to go to. Shannon, you need to go to. Ah, uh, yes. This yes, bar I is do. in Japan. It's called Love Jewel. It's a colorful new bar. Okay. In Tokyo, it's the first love and sex bar dedicated to women. Oh, I love it. Um. So the proprietor explains it this way: Once they take a seat. Customers are able to experience a pleasant place in which they can openly discuss masturbation. Since <laughs> most people, it. since most people view female masturbation as something of a mystery, mm-hmm. yep. and this I was don't confirmed, know this was confirmed to me by somebody at work today, really, who thought that women don't really masturbate much, and kind of give them a little slap. Yeah, good, because uh, I've seen it. Yep. Um, it's not a usual topic at a lot of typical bars, so this is kind of this is kind of giving you a uh, yeah. I believe me. Who do you live with? <laughs> <laughs> like what? on the internet. We're not going to get into it. So. <laughs> I'm dead serious, though. Oh, this is great. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. I don't know. So it's hard to imagine uh, not talking about 
you know, this, this unique theme. Behind the counter, you know, typically in a bar, behind the counter, you have rows of liquor bottles. Typically. Know, bottles in this no, bar, they got dildos and stuff. There are co- colorful displays filled with dozens of oh. different types of vibrators. Yes, awesome. So it's wow. already a hit with women in the commercial sex. And so wait, are the dildos and vibrators on loan? Like, can you rent them oh, out? Oh god, like, that's I don't... gross. <laughs> well, it's a place where you can go and you can kind of talk about, you know, you you can kind of discuss different vibrators with other women. It's a place to go where you. You're not sitting in the chair and just kind of going <laughs> like it's not. It's not a place like that. There needs to be a place like just that. Just having right? a cocktail, <laughs> literally. <laughs> so the sanctity of the space. The space is interesting. It's preserved by a policy prohibiting single men from entering. Men are only welcome if they are accompanying a woman. Okay. Into the place. So you're kind of. It's also a place where women can go to kind of feel not necessarily take a load safe, off. but take a load off. <laughs> Not necessarily safe, but kind of talk about stuff and be sexual without kind of the the, the guy kind of hitting on okay. On the woman. I guess that's fair. Would you go there, Shannon? I don't really see the appeal to it, actually. Like, okay, if if a woman wants to masturbate, why does she have to go and talk to a bunch of other women about it? Because it's kind of oh, it, like, it's just talking. Right? It's, it's really not, just yeah. playing up the stereotype. Not that women to don't masturbate. It's playing up the stereotype that women have to talk about everything. Yeah, that's what this is. What does this little ball thing do? <laughs> <laughs> now, I think the point is uh, of at least what you know the proprietor's stating is that the point is to kind of educate people that you know one not only does that happen. Yeah, and you've seen it for fuck's sakes, but. That it's an okay thing, and... That's very okay. It, it, I mean, it's just, it's part of nature, and it's okay to discuss it and stuff like that. I think that's I, mean, I, I would like to guess, though, that the, the the person running and operating this restaurant is a man. Absolutely. I hope so. I believe that is the case. Yep. That's so, amazing. He, yeah. Go you, sir. Yeah. So, how could you get any talking done with all that? Oh, 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 oh. Like, yeah. <laughs> Just Mario sounds every five seconds. <laughs> that's a that's a great that's a great question, but yeah. out. I'd still go. I want to. I go. would I love to accompany a female. They have a photo. You can read more about it on the HuffingtonPost.com. They have photos of the the dildo display cabinet, so you're gonna want to check that out at HuffingtonPost.com. In the meantime, I'm gonna send you back to some music here. Yay. Here's some Sarah Bernardo, Broken Hearts and Scars. You're listening to Pull the Plug Podcast.
of broken hearts and scars For the one last chance to throw them bring us to a close for the night yes well that was fun it was fun thanks for showing up with no pants on and stuff ah, yeah that's much anytime. appreciated I, i'm just getting ready for the masturbation 
Um, Masturbation bar. Yeah, are you yeah. going to start one here? Because there should be one for men. <laughs> that's true. I just need a bedroom. That's all I need. I, I don't need a bar. Could to... you imagine a bar full of cocks? Just and Japanese that, that... cocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese cocks. <laughs> yeah, if you're Japanese, you know, I don't... that's the only way you're getting it. I don't need a place to go to discuss my masturbation techniques. No. I kind of do. I don't I really know don't what I'm doing. I really don't think women oh. do either, but maybe the Japanese women do. Who knows? <laughs> Uh, we have a couple listeners in, in Japan, actually, yes. so maybe you could send us an email, contact at ptppodcast.com, and uh, fill us in. Yeah, or if Literally. you're confused, I can just, you know, you know explain you. things to you. Set you straight. Yeah. We can do a physical demonstration. <laughs> yeah. We also have listeners in Morocco, so thank Ooh. you guys for listening. That's yeah. freaking amazing. We're wow. getting some really cool locations for our listeners, so keep it up, share it with your friends, mm-hmm. and uh, keep promoting all that is Pull the Plug Podcast. Awesome. Um, and Finally, real quick, we got we've had a few people wondering. You know, I want more music on the show. Send us send us some music. We're working on on getting some bands, uh, kind of contributing music. We're going to be recording some new stuff with some bands coming up hopefully pretty soon. Yep. Um, but if you're in a band, you've got music. If you know somebody who's in a band wants to promote themselves, uh, it's free free advertising. Woo. We're going to throw it up online uh, once again. Contact at ptppodcast.com or just ptppodcast.com. Yep. Nice and simple. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Keep masturbating. Stay interesting. Kiss my Kirby butt. Goodbye.